And maybe what we should be doing is saying New Year's intentions. Could you please stop bringing in very interesting plants? <laughs> Trees need water. <laughs> <laughs> so do amaryllis bulbs. <laughs> you know, why don't I grow lettuce? This is grass. How many mojitos are you drinking that you need to grow an entire pot of grapefruit mint? Try a new fertilizer, try a new amendment, yep. just try something new that was different from the previous year. Sit in a lawn chair and watch Brandy <laughs> cut a lawn. <laughs> Welcome back to the Helpful Gardeners podcast. Well, it's a brand new year and I always love the new year because it's a chance to, I mean, I know a lot of folks don't really believe in New Year's resolutions, but I like to believe that there are things that I can always work on in the new year. So maybe we'll just rebrand it to like New Year's goals, right? Yeah. And uh, you know what? I think that's I think that's it because I, I don't know about now. I, I made a resolution a long time ago to not make resolutions and I kept that one. But uh, the stereotype, the trope yeah. is um, people always use it to stop doing something bad. Instead of using it to uh, start doing something good. Yeah. You know, so. Like I'll stop eating sugar. Exactly. I'll stop smoking. I'll stop doing it. Whatever yeah. it might be. Everybody has this kind of, uh, I am going to stop this. And it's like, well, you know, why don't you like set an achievable one, something fun? Because I know me personally, my life can get busy. And I don't mind uh, little reminders, be they a Hallmark holiday or whatever it might be. I don't mind a little reminder to give me a nudge and say, hey, do something a little nicer for Jenny yeah. today. Yes. You know, yeah. do so. And, and I don't mind those little nudges we get. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Granted, New Year's Day, you could argue, well, it's just a regular day. Sure, it is. But it's also a chance just to reflect a little. It is. Reflect. And maybe what we should be doing is saying New Year's intentions. Ooh. I kind of like that word a little bit more. And I mean, as gardeners, it's winter. So we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're itching to get back into the garden. We're counting down the days until spring. And I think now might be a good time to look inward, reflect, as you said, and maybe think about some things that you can be doing this gardening season to make the most of it or to try something that you have never done before. And so I think both of us have come prepared with <laughs> five intentions that yeah. we want to set for this gardening year. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I don't I don't mind going first, but I'm going to say, and I don't want to sound like a uh, a jerk, but when I, when I saw your list, I was like, yeah, this is a good idea. This is, this is a good subject. It was quite difficult for me. Yeah. Because over the years, just from trial and error and education and doing it, I've developed very good gardening techniques. That's why I pass them on to people. <laughs> so making resolutions, uh, yep. intentions, uh, if you will. Um, when I first read it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's easy. And then I started doing <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, that's, that's actually quite hard. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, one that did come very easy to me. Tone it down. <laughs> Tone I what get, down? <laughs> how many plants I do? Uh, because oh. when I when I plant a planter, people go, you're not. Well, I mean, you've seen it before on the webinars where you're like, how are you going to fit all those plants in? And I do. And it looks amazing. And it's, <laughs> but I'm like, it doesn't need to be that. Like, I go crazy. I put in way too much. I go over the top. I, I always plant more tomatoes than my family could ever eat. <laughs> I plant more than we can give away yeah. or we can process. I, and I, I, I can't help it. So I, I am going to try this year 
to tone it down. That's a good one. I yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. My number one is I will visit five famous gardens in the world. Ooh, that's okay. Yeah. So the reason why I thought about it was because I already know I'm going to one. Okay. And which well, which one? Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> okay. 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 So we're we're going to be taking a trip to Europe <gasps> in this next year. We're going for a vow renewal in Scotland. And so you were telling me about the poison garden. Yeah. And so we're actually going to go visit. <gasps> no yeah. way. So we're going to be doing this whole like Ireland, Scotland, UK trip. Oh my God. We're going to try to get as much in as we can. Yeah. And I really want to go visit like a famous garden. So I thought there's, there's probably tons in Canada that are within driving distance from here. So why not? So that's my number one. Oh, I like that. Oh, I'm, uh, you told me about that and I forgot about it. I am so excited. Yeah. I'm going to tell you so many places to go. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, my second one is to visit six famous. <laughs> um, this one's going to be tough. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this one, but, uh, we said, uh, we're, we're trying to learn uh, good habits. Mm -hmm. Stop being such a perfectionist. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a hard one, yeah. I think, for a lot of people, not just yourself. Yeah. For me. Yeah, it's I've been told by a few people in my life who are near and dear to me. I I guess from the relationship I have with them, they enjoy my company, who have flat out told me they do not like gardening with me. Aw. Yeah, I, I get it because We'll be doing it. And they're like, hey, I did this. And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm just going to go fix it and do it properly. Like and Jenny with a Christmas tree back in December? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it, okay, so this uh, spring we did planters. And we came out uh, and we did them. And uh, it took every ounce of restraint I had to not fix Jenny's. She's loving it. She's enjoying it. Let it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I'm like, I could do that better. Yeah, I could do that better. And I didn't. I didn't. But it really, like, all joking aside, like it, it probably wasn't healthy. The fixation I had mm -hmm. on it, because I'm looking at mine and I'm like, I look at the plants and I go, okay, I know where they're going. That one's going there. Boom, and it's done. Yeah, takes no time. And Jenny is loving it, and she's outside and she's placing them and she's moving them and she's looking at colors. And in my brain, I'm already done. Yeah. I'm literally already done. And then she's doing it. And I'm like, oh man, that plant should not be there. Yeah. That plant should. Who cares? Who cares? She loved it. She enjoyed it. She loved her planters. She talked about her planters. So guess what? That is a good planter. You know, that's a really tough one too, because you have the experience, right? Yep. All these years, you've learned things along the way. And so you know what is going to make that planter successful. I mean, that's why social media can suck sometimes because you have people trying their best. Yep. They're gardening on social media. And then you just, you have these people who are more experienced, but they don't show them enough kindness just to say, well, you're doing that wrong. That plant isn't like, there's a reason why it died. Yep. Like, like, like the almost like unsolicited advice. Like yep. there's, there's something to be said about just letting it go and letting them experiment and letting them try whatever they want. If they ask for your help, sure, give it. But yep. that's, I think that would be a tough and one. And just because you give somebody advice, they are not required to take it. That's and, true too. You know, it's it's really hard for me when somebody, anybody, uh, a customer in the store, mm -hmm. uh, somebody I meet at a webinar, uh, my family, ask me for advice uh, on a plant and I give it to them and then they don't do it. And I'm like, 
why wouldn't you take my advice? And and I'm like, okay, dude, dial the ego back. Dial the, like, you know, it's not even arrogance because mm-hmm. I, yes, I know I am correct because I have done it. I have made many mistakes. It's ego driven. Yeah. And guess what? It, it, how many times have I said, if it makes you happy, it is perfect. Those planters made Jenny happy. Ergo, they're perfect. However, I am also involved in those planters and I'm like, they could be perfecter. <laughs> so I, no, it's uh, a good one. It's a good one for your second one. Yeah, I, I think so. I really, I, I'm going to really work on that mm-hmm. uh, about um, being a lot more loosey goosey mm-hmm. about it and, uh, and just letting it go and, and letting other people learn and enjoying it as they take it. Mm-hmm. And my number two will be, I will create a pressed flower entry or like a piece of artwork featuring all the main grasses found in Southern Alberta. <laughs> so, Oh, I love yeah. that. So my, oh. one of my best friends, she went to school and she learned about all the grasses in Southern Alberta. Like we went on a hike and she can pick them out. And oh, I cool. thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it is and cool. as you know, I've gotten into pressed flowers and I've, I did one with leaves, uh, like with houseplant yep. leaves and it turned out really awesome, but I really want to try grasses cause it's really neat. I mean, you have the different stages of grasses yep. and it's stuff that you find just growing wild in Alberta. So I thought oh, that might be fun. Learn something new. Yeah. You could probably, I mean, you could probably get quite a few just like on a walk across nose hill. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, you know? that's true too. But that's the thing though, is learning about them and being able to actually decipher them. Cause she, she took a class on it. Like she went to post-secondary and this was part of her course. Yep. I am like, this is grass. Yep. And then that's it. Well, and, and the, the prairie grasses, uh, I don't know if you know how essential they were. If, if you look, there's a, there's a famous image. Um, and when we came out and uh, typical uh, development, uh, industrialization, whatever, uh, and we turned uh, the prairies into farmland. Yeah. Well, if you look at the root system of a prairie grass compared to a uh, annual crop such as corn or wheat, the the root system of a prairie grass it's deeper than I am tall. Really, and it's probably eight foot wide. The roots of your regular barley are maybe uh, a foot by a foot. Wow. Yeah, it is. So learning those grasses and yeah. understanding how they work and the importance of them. Mm-hmm. You know, people will go, oh, yeah, the grasses, they're boring. And and yeah, okay, they might not be the most glamorous plant, but what they do for the ecosystem mm-hmm. is phenomenal. And prairies where we are in Alberta, it's famous for its grasslands. Yes, exactly. Okay, so building that as as part of like your home and and the original uh, ecosystem. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I think well, that's yeah. a great project. And I know it's not so much like a intention for my own garden kind of thing, but sure, there's practices that you want to do in your garden, but there's also something to be said about learning more and deepening your understanding of the plant world. And I think especially with us living in Alberta, as you said, the grasslands are such a, a main part of our yep. ecosystem. And I think there's some benefit to learning more about it. That's a really cool one. I mean, I'm just going to say if you uh, wanted to make two, I would like to have one in my office. <laughs> okay, but, okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> What's your number three? This one's going to be tough for me too, but it's going to be easier than the other two. Make a decision, and then once I've made it, it, it won't be hard to stick to mm-hmm. it. Use a different fertilizer. Oh my gosh, because you used Promix, right? Uh, Ramo. Ramo. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, That's going to Rem- be hard. It is. It is, but... 
we become habitual. Mm -hmm. We become creatures of habit. And I know if I use Remo, I mix it like this and I put it on my plants and my life is easy. And I know what my end result is going to be. Uh, but I'm doing a disservice to all the other amazing fertilizers out there. Yeah. Okay. So I was, I was talking to somebody today uh, about a fertilizer. Uh, we have Gaia Green. Yep. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm going to use Gaia Green. I'm not. Uh, it's, it's a good fertilizer. Uh, and they were asking, and I was like, look, I, I can tell you what I hear from people, and I know people who use it. I have never used it. Uh, I have a ton of fertilizers. I do use Promix, absolutely. I have used it in the past. Uh, but then I swapped to Remo because uh, it, it's just an amazing, amazing line. It works great on houseplants and veggies, phenomenal. And on flowers, I use uh, my own kind of blend with Remo, but it's like the flower blend for my annuals. That's amazing. But I was like, why haven't I used Gaia? Why, yeah. why haven't I used all of these fertilizers in front of me? Why haven't I used them? Even different uh, cannabis nutrients, so, yeah. which is what Remo is, but I use it in the garden and I used it when I grew cannabis. So I am setting myself a, a goal and, and all I'll have to do, I'll have to decide on the one I want. And when I come in, buy it. Yeah. Because once I've bought it, <laughs> I'll use it. But I know what my brain is like. I'll come in, I'll be like, yeah, that's the one I want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So go get your rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, how would you not have, how would you have known about rainbow if you hadn't tried it? And then this also diversifies it. So like you said, if someone comes into the store and asks you, you then have experience. Yep. Exactly. And I was, I was the first one out of every, I, I advised so many people. So for a couple of years, I was way too busy, mm -hmm. um, had a ton going on. I didn't really grow anything. We, I did some baskets and, and flowers and whatnot, but I didn't grow any veggies. And we started carrying Remo. And I, I told some people, I was like, oh, you should use that on your tomatoes. And everybody's like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it'll work. You'll get the best results. Nobody did. So I did it myself. I got the best results. And now I know three people who use Remo on their tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it works. It's phenomenal. By me thinking about it, trying it, I found something new. Mm -hmm. And then I go, oh, okay, that works. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I can do that one. That one's going to be one of the easier ones. I just have to bite the bullet mm -hmm. at time of purchase, trust my decision <laughs> and see it through. Actually, this is really good. This is a good lead into my number three, because it also talks about well, not so much fertilizers, but just chemicals in general. I will get rid of weeds without the use of chemicals this year. because. You have inspired me in that sense. Like my mom has always used like Roundup because she has weeds in her in her driveway yeah. and whatnot. And I just really want to try to challenge myself to take the non-chemical route and then also to just keep in mind those pollinators, right? Because it's so easy to just go out and just get rid of all the weeds and whatnot and then in, in one go. But then what about saving the dandelions, yep. for example, for the pollinators or whatever. So just be more intentional about the way that I approach weeds. I think that's a, that one's going to be a tough one for me because I'm always used to taking the easy way out. Weeds are one of those ones uh, that I find all the people I've talked to and educated on it. I find it very easy for them to agree with me until they go home and they see their weeds. It, yeah. And then they go, oh no. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. And my, my mom, she could not Stand. So, so where she lives now, she has no lawn. But when she had her lawn, I think one year she managed to make it to June before she called in. Really? Somebody. Yeah. She just, and she was like, I know what you're saying. I can't stand to look at it. Mm -hmm. And she got it done. And I was just like, all right, dear grass. I'm well, yeah. Not my choice, but I thank you for at least trying. Yeah. It can be one of those ones where, you know, we, we've been conditioned for so long 
to look at a plant and go, that plant is a weed, not the plant in the location makes it a weed. Yeah. And it's going to be tough. I, I am I am all in for you. I will mm-hmm. help you in any way I can with well, that. Well, I'm banking on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this is your resolution too, Colin. <laughs> you have to help me. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm in. Okay. I'll help you with that one. To tie into mine uh, with using a different fertilizer, and this one I'm actually excited for. So I don't know how much of a resolution it is. Uh, this one I really enjoy doing. I'm going to use a new amendment in my soil. Ooh. Yeah. Don't know what yet. Don't know what. Okay. I have a good blend. Yep. But I'm going to use uh, a soil amendment that I've I've never used. So I've used I've used a lot. I've used pretty much everything out there. Uh, but I know I haven't used everything. Yep. So I don't know what it is yet. There's uh, green sand from Gaia Green. We have different types of charcoal. I've only used one type. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might try a different one. So I don't know which one it is yet. But that one's going to be easy to keep because I love messing around with my soil mixes. Yep. So I'm I'm really excited uh, to try that one. In all honesty, I don't know that I'll do everything with the new one because I don't know how it'll <laughs> react. So I might only do like half my pots, and then if they do really well next year, it'll be incorporated regularly. Yeah, but still, you've 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 deepened your your knowledge yep. because, like we've already learned, there's always advancements going on yep. in the horticulture industry. So uh, the fact that we're open to trying new things is a good start, I think. Yeah, and and that's it. And and isn't it crazy that we have every single choice for for fertilizers and amendments and plants and everything and time and time again we go back to the same ones. Yeah. Do you catch yourself doing that like at a restaurant? You go to a <laughs> restaurant and you look at the menu and you go, "Oh, yeah, I think I want to try that." I'm going to try something new this time. (laughs) And then the server comes to take your order and you order the exact same thing you've ordered the last two times. (laughs) Well, I know I'm going to like it. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, you know what? I've always said I need to try at least one new plant every year. Like last year, I tried that cedar in a pot and I learned so much from that experience. It failed, but I learned so much from that experience. Exactly. Trees need water. <laughs> <laughs> so do amaryllis bulbs. <laughs> okay, I've I've uh, located my problem. But... <laughs> yeah, we learn as we go, Brandy. Exactly. Uh, my number four is I will join a gardening club. Ooh. Yeah, I've never I've never done it. To be honest, this is going to sound so bad. I've been scared because, like I said earlier about social media, I'm scared of judgment you know, going into an organization and being like, I do this, like, like you and I have a really good relationship. And like, you know, I I understand the fact that I am new at this or whatever, but I'm always so scared of somebody, you know, who's really, really passionate and being like, that's dumb. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or not being able to, I just hope that I can break down that, that, that barrier and, and understand that gardening can be a very inclusive community and a lot of support and everything. Like like Bree and Peter, our friends, they joined their community, um, gardening, uh, community garden. Right. And I think they had a pretty decent experience with that. So I kind of want to try something. I don't know. I know we have the horticultural club here in Calgary and that's a nice local citywide organization. Um, I might even try to see if my own community um, down in the Southeast holds something gardening related. Mostly my goal with this one is to just like learn more and maybe meet more gardeners and, and kind of gain inspiration from that. And don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short because you, you know, a lot. Uh, so not only will you be learning, but you can also teach. Yeah. All right. And 
And if you come across somebody who's mean to you, be like when you're a kid and uh, there's a bully and you bring your big sibling back. <laughs> yeah. So if you're like, you go down one week and somebody's like, oh, you're so dumb. Next week, be like, oh, I brought my friend Colin. The garden guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll be like, who was the one who called Brandy dumb? Show me your garden. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm hoping that I'm wrong and I'm hoping that my fears are like, <laughs> like invalid. Like I hope, I hope that it's a completely positive experience. I think, I, I think it will be. And uh, the reason I say that I've never been part of a gardening club. Uh, it is absolutely not uh, one of my resolutions. <laughs> um, but I think you will be because uh, I have, I have met, how can I say this nicely? Some particular gardeners yeah. in my life, but I find that they uh, don't like to be challenged and they uh, don't like to defend their platforms. So they, they're not the type that go to the clubs. Mm -hmm. They stay where they stay and they somewhat silently judge other people. I find that when you get a group of people together, think about this, when you sit in a room with all of your colleagues, mm -hmm. okay, when, uh, you know, when there's nine or 10 of us and we're all talking about growing. Uh, does anybody make anybody feel bad or are people way more excited about helping you correct bad behaviors or learning something from somebody else? Yeah. Like I want to go into a garden club where everybody's wearing shirts that like ask me about my plants. Yeah, exactly. Because I just want like that pure passion and just a love for doing it. And I think, I think you'll find that I really do in a, in a gardening club because I think people who are, who are in something like that, they want to share their knowledge, yeah. but they also want to learn. Yeah. And that's why I would want to, yeah. I just want to learn more. And like, I learned so much by being just on this podcast with you. Right. I just know that there's so many different experiences yep. to learn from. So, and I, and I, I just love gardening and hopefully next year I might get a larger garden. Yeah. We might move. And so that's an exciting got experience. A busy year coming up. I know. And, and that's the thing as well is that it's, um, Botany is the science. Mm -hmm. Horticulture is the art. Yeah. So you may talk to somebody and they may tell you something uh, that sounds counterintuitive to what I've told you, but maybe they're correct for that place. Yeah. Maybe they're correct for that plant because um, we have we have microsystems all over the city. You know, in in the in the city of Calgary, uh, we run from a uh, zone a zone four to a zone two B. Mm. Okay. So what you're telling somebody in uh, Tuscany or Bearspaw might not be relevant uh, to somebody in Inglewood. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because Inglewood is very insulated. There's mm -hmm. a ton of buildings. You're close to the downtown core. So you're way more protected. You might not get as much sunlight. But when you're out in Tuscany, you get nothing but sunlight, but you're also massively exposed to the north and the west winds. Yeah. So Things might not work the same just in this city. So yeah. where you are, you may learn something and you might be like, oh, that's different from what Colin said, but it works to that environment. Yeah, very true. That's yep. a very good point. Yeah. So, you know, you, you'll you'll learn niche things and fun things and you might say, oh, I'm going to take a little bit of that, but no thank you to that. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you can put it all together. You don't. You don't have to take everything they say and you don't have to think that they're wrong on everything they say. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, in, in a weird bizarre universe you become the bully <laughs> you go that's how like, it works yeah you guys are all wrong <laughs> my friend colin said this <laughs> what's your number five? <laughs> oh no here we go St 
stop planting when I say I'll stop planting. What? That's a problem for you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I do my garden and I go, oh, you know what? We could do another one. <laughs> I, I could fit something else in there. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to do this. You know, why don't I grow lettuce? And then I go and plant lettuce. And I'm always so busy in the spring and I do my planting day and I go, mm -hmm. okay, I'm done. I'm done. And then I come here and I go, ooh, look at this. They made a new herb. I better plant this. Or I bet you Jenny would like this. They're just stupid excuses to go home and plant more stuff <laughs> that I really don't need. Um, That's like the story of everyone who works here, though. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's. I, I've joked with Jeanette before where I'm like, could you please stop bringing in very interesting plants? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, like how many varieties of mint came out this oh past year? You name it, it's out there. And yeah. some of them you're like, that does not sound like it. Like watermelon. Oh no, grapefruit mint. Better grow it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Um, I've found absolutely no application in the food I eat for it. I don't drink mojitos. It might, it might be a refreshing mojito garnish. Yeah. But how many mojitos are you drinking that you need to grow an entire pot of grapefruit <laughs> mint? But it, I get carried away. I see something and I want to try it or I see a gap in the garden or I think, ooh, I, I've even before one time been like, okay, I'm done, put everything away. And two weeks later, I cut a new bed just because I want to cut a new bed or I'm like, I'm going to connect those two beds. And I go, well, it's no point leaving the soil blank. <laughs> and I put stuff in it and I'm like, what are you doing, man? stop <laughs> quit while you're ahead yeah because everything you do you just have to water and then you have to add it to your water exactly <laughs> and then you uh, and then and then mid-season you're like oh my god why did i do this to myself so enter garden burnout yeah stopping when i say i'm going to stop mm -hmm. i think out of all my resolutions i ain't going to keep that one <laughs> no. every year i kind of say it to myself i'm like you're done dude you're done you're yeah. done for the season and then i come home with another tray of plants I'm going to try to friend check you as much as I can, as well as I hope that you friend check me with this one, because I think you're going to be very proud about my number five. Mow a lawn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm not going to friend check you. I am going to spectate. Uh, can I have a six resolution? Yeah. Sit in the lawn chair and watch Brandy <laughs> cut a lawn. You're like, um, hey, Brandy, come over to my yeah. house for tea. And With then a it's grapefruit like grapefruit mint mojito. <laughs> Be like, you missed a spot, Brandy. <laughs> okay, so I think this is going to be a good one to, to fall back on for my number five. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, cut alone, just cut alone, or cut and trim the edges. I mean, I've never even held a lawnmower, so you might as well just start me off at ground zero here. <laughs> I've never <laughs> like, even. <laughs> Have you have you ever pushed a baby stroller? No. Oh my god. Have you pushed okay, have you pushed a shopping cart? Yes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> You've pushed something. Um Yeah, you yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna cut a lawn. Yeah, this is gonna be so exciting. So but then we'll, I won't be able to tease you anymore about not cutting a lawn. <laughs> but here's our five resolutions each. We're gonna check in again next year and see how we did. Um, I wanted to give one honorable mention because I don't think this is something that I'll be able to do personally just because I'm not, I don't think I have enough and I don't know if I'm going to be established in a new garden long enough to be able to make this happen. But um, I thought just with all of the food 
shortages going on, the high demand of food banks. I really wanted to give a shout out to some of the food banks across the country that have programs like Grow a Row. Yep. And I think that would be a really nice one. If you're looking for an intention for this year, plan a little extra when you're doing your seed starting or when you're growing annuals and grow an extra row for a local food bank and donate that. I think that they would really appreciate it. If I break my first resolution of tone it down. Yeah. <laughs> you're making compromises now. <laughs> don't, add, don't add one. Just <laughs> delete one. <laughs> um, but no, that that is great. And And you know what I think? I've absolutely made uh, garden resolutions before. And, you know, I'll be honest. We're always honest on the podcast. Yeah. And I haven't kept them. You know, I'm going to get in a good habit of uh, every time I'm done watering, I'm going to put my hose away. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I get busy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm running around. I go, oh, my God, I need to water and I'm leaving for work. So I drag the hose out. I water everything. And I go, no time to put it away. Yep. And I throw it on the lawn <laughs> and I just leave it. And then the next time I go, well, it's already on the lawn. And that resolution is gone. Yeah. So like we said, kind of at the beginning, a resolution and an intention is an idea to do something. If you don't keep it up, like I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do all of mine. Like I literally started mm -hmm. making an excuse to not tone it down right there. You give me an idea and I'm like, Hey, I could do that. Yeah. I could grow more, <laughs> uh, but if you don't keep it, mm -hmm. so what? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with not keeping a resolution. And you know what? Maybe we try and, and maybe, maybe I say, okay, I'm going to tone it down. Uh, and I look at my planters and I don't enjoy them because they're not full enough. Yeah. Am I going to keep my resolution at the cost of my enjoyment? Or am I going to go and buy a few more plants and fill up my planters? That's true. And, it, and really at the end of the day, like, these are just challenges and things yep. that you're going to put forward to see if you can, right? Yep. It, it by no means means that, you know, you're you're a horrible human being and you're you have all these really bad habits that you're trying to break when you're talking about gardening. Like it's all an exploration of of wanting exactly. to learn more, experience more. Like, uh, if, you know, if you come in in like July mm -hmm. and we're doing the podcast and you're like, I sprayed my weeds last night. Yeah. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you failed. Yeah. I'm going to be like, nice, you made it to July. That's exactly it. Maybe next year you'll make it to August. Yeah. Like, let's see where we get. I missed one grass in my pressed plant yeah. thing. Okay, I'll just try it again next year. Exactly. Know? It's 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 things to build on. It's it's learning good habits. Yeah. And you, you know what I find tough as well about resolutions? Uh, and that's why I like when you brought up, um, you know, friend checking. Yeah, check in and and see how people are doing, but don't take their inventory. Yeah. You know, there's nothing worse than when you try to do something and you don't do it and people go, oh, you failed. Yeah. Or you should have done this. Oh, why didn't you do that? Like you said, it's for fun. It's to build good yeah. habits. Is anybody going to be mad if I grow another 150 pounds of tomatoes? Well, exactly. The food bank will be happy. Exactly. There's always like a positive, right? As long as you're constantly challenging yourself to do more. And like yeah. you said, we are so habitual. If we can just break free of that a little bit, try a new fertilizer, try a new amendment, yep. just try something new that was different from the previous year. I think this is a good way to sort of set yourself up yep. for that. Because I mean, pretty soon it's going to be spring and we're going to be buying those, you know, our, our plants, our soils, our yep. amendments, whatever. And why not start thinking about it now so that you can really put forth some good habits. Moving exactly. Forward. We are exactly creatures of habit and we can fall into those habits. So Check yourself, have a little list, make your resolutions, write them down. And then next year I go, okay, 
I'm doing it mm -hmm. and try it and, and see how far you get. And anybody who makes a resolution, good luck. Anybody who makes one and doesn't see it through, good on you for trying. So this week's hypothetical question is uh, a looking back on last year, because I just found out that 1-800-Flowers.com deems a plant of the year. Oh, so in 2023, they deemed the Calathea rattlesnake the plant of the year. The Calathea rattlesnake symbolizes turning over a new leaf and a new beginning in 2023. Because of its nature, its movement, and its unique sort of language, there's something very special about the plant. It brings joy and positivity to your well-being. So back in 2022, it was the baby rubber plant. In 2021, it was the red maranta prayer plant. And that got me thinking, like, if we're, if we're looking forward to 2024, what do you think would be the plant of the year? It's a tough one, right? Do you pick a house plant? Do you pick... An I know animal? what I'd want it to be. What would you want it to be? Peace lily. Oh, like, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. There's so much hope in a peace lily. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last few years haven't been easy globally. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of things going on. And there's been a lot of anger and fear and uncertainty. And there's been a lot of negativity. And I know a number of people who, for, for big global reasons and small personal reasons, uh, have had some tough times. Mm -hmm. I just like to see us come together, humanity, and, and take a break and take a breather and maybe find some peace. Peace mm -hmm. in ourselves, peace on the planet. So if I, if I could pick, I would pick the peace lily. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to add mine because I think, no. And in all honesty, I think that that was probably the best answer that you could come up with. I just think it's it's going to resonate with a lot of people. And I don't know what 1-800-Flowers.com is going to pick, but yeah. uh, to, in my mind, I think the Peace Lily has it won. I don't even want to add anything to that. I think that's the most perfect way to move forward into the new year. So, okay. All right. Let's Peace leave. Lily it is. Peace Lily it is. Plant of the year, yeah. 2024. Let's hope that it's a symbol of good things to come, right? Yep. Well, that wraps us up for this week's episode. Uh, I wonder what your intentions for 2024 are going to be with your garden, with your community. Are you going to learn something new? Are you going to try something new in your garden? We'd love for you to let us know in our Spotify questions, or you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, and, and let me just add something yeah. quick. If you want to have a uh, intention or a resolution, you don't know how to go about it, ask us for help. Yes, ask us for help. We'll, we'll friend check you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're friends, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all friends here. Yeah, we're all friends here. Yeah. And next week, we're talking all about travel. I imagine you might be planning some cool spots that you want to visit, or maybe you're going somewhere warm for the winter months. We're going to talk about the kinds of care that you can give your plants and to prepare them for that time away. I think it's going to be really fun. We might even go into like technology. We'll talk to, we'll yeah. talk about moisture meters. Ooh. Yeah. Get a nanny cam for your plant. <gasps> a nanny cam. <laughs> she can keep an eye on them and be like, hey, tone it down there, spider plant. Oh, I'm so excited for next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you next Sunday. Bye, everyone.